This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Back to you is up next, but first... Take a listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we talked to Amy Landecker. Your husband is obviously very politically uh, active. Um, I, I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Let's go bother him now. Actually. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> We're waking up Bradley Woodford right now. I love it. Rick, this should be a new bit that we do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's in the shower. Wait. Oh, this is even better. Honey. What? Oh, and he's naked, so I definitely won't turn Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to have to draw the line here. <laughs> Minutia Men, Celebrity Interview, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is back to you. With me, Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. I can't believe it. We're back again. And you're <laughs> grinning already. You're grinning. And I don't even know why you're grinning. Are you grinning because of the phenomenon of doing it again and well, seeing each other long distance? Hey, speaking of doing it again, this is episode 51. Did you, you know we got had to passed, be kidding? We had passed that milestone of 50. We're on show 51. Steve, you you passed that milestone of fifty long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I I passed Can another you re- one after that. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, incredible, and they said it wouldn't last. Yes, oh, it's uh, one of the most unbelievable runs in show business history. They're, they're calling it. <laughs> it Variety is. Magazine said that. I have breaking yeah. news, Steve. Uh-oh. Uh oh, unbelievable story. Fascinating, you might say. <laughs> fascinating to you (laughs) that's all that counts it's fascinating to me well i'll tell the story and then you tell me if you think it's fascinating or not uh johnny morris old friend of ours uh johnny former chicago bear longtime sportscaster in chicago yeah anyway uh johnny calls me and says hey i was reading something in the newspaper and i can't believe it he read and then I Googled it afterwards, uh, and it comes up every year. John Tyler, president, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, which one? Do you know what number he would have been? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Take a let, guess. Me, let me think. Of, uh, I'm Johnny Ramble. Yeah. 10th. Uh, uh, I'm thinking. Yes. Oh my God! <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, we've been through this. I know, I know my have. presidents. I yes. know we have. We uh, yes. Samuel Greenberg, our engineer, yes. gave us a quiz one time, and you went right through them. <laughs> Ten yes. is very good. Yes. Um, who did he? Who did he succeed? Harrison. Yes. You do know yeah. your president. Okay. Yes, okay. I do. Let me tell yes. you why. Uh, that's yeah. uh, interesting because. Uh, Tyler became the first president to ascend to the presidency because the uh, from vice president. So Harrison died and Tyler became president. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he was born in 1790. 1790. Okay. Okay. He died in 1862. 
three years you before didn't, Lincoln died. You didn't know him, did you? <laughs> no, but I okay. know somebody that did. Just well, a they touch didn't before your time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he has, here in the year 2020, two living grandsons. Get out of here. Two yeah. living grandsons. He was born in 1790. And you ask, how was that possible? How is that possible? Well, he had a second, he married a second time, and he had a child late in his life for children. And then the son remarried late in life, and so the grandson was born. And they're in their 90s, late 90s, I think. But you can sh- you imagine saying, hey, did I ever tell you my bye-bye grandpa? He was a president. He was John Tyler. <laughs> now he was president Ste- before Lincoln. Is it Stephen Tyler? That's not his grandson, is it? Then you, now you got a story. Stephen now you Tyler, got a story. That would get it into the fascinating category. Yes, it would. Right now, it's mildly interesting, <laughs> but not fascinating. Yeah. Do you think that's fascinating? This story. My my grandfather told me to walk this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that's very fascinating. That is, it's it's fast. It's it's almost as fascinating as what I told you once before that I, as a child, performed for Herbert Hoover. Yes, an ex president. Yeah, uh, from during the depression the years. Depression. Yes. Yeah, but that's another story. That's not. That, that's that's mildly fascinating. What you mentioned really is fascinating. It seems like that's. Um, I mean, it was shocking to me. Uh, yeah. When Johnny called and told me that, the other thing was shocking was Johnny said he read it in the newspaper that morning, and that there are still people reading newspapers. <laughs> no, do you take the? Paper? Uh, yeah, I was going to say no. I I've given up getting the the hard copy of the paper, but that reminds me of something that I just heard last week, and made me wonder: Am I one of the only people using this this way? I was looking at the pregame show for an NBA game, the show that has Ernie and Shaq and Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley. Yes. And Charles Barkley casually looked over at Shaq during the show and said something like, hey, Shaq, I'm going to put that on your voicemail. There was some <laughs> some some rear voice or some sound, and he said, I'm going to put that on your voicemail. And Kenny Smith laughed and said, voicemail? You still using voicemail? You, you probably have an eight-track and VHS tape, <laughs> you know, which made me wonder: is is voicemail now something that people tend not to use? I mean, they were laughing like voicemail. Who uses voicemail anymore? Right. And I imagine we have so many cell phones that people will probably drop a text and say, "Call me." Right. Well, here's the thing: if you call me. You don't need to leave a voicemail. You just, I see missed call, and if I choose to call you back, I call. You think most people are using it that way? Yes. The phone that yes. way? Yes, yes. Well, Nobody leaves well, let me voicemails. Tell you, well, let hey, me tell Steve, you what happened. Could, no, let me tell you what give happened. I, I know, give me a call. I saw no, the missed me, call. Let me tell you what happened to me shortly after that. Somebody left me a three-minute voicemail. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> if you leave me a three-minute voicemail, 
there's no way in the world I'm calling you back. No. Because if you couldn't explain it in those three minutes, I don't want to hear the rest of it. Right. Three. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think most people who are using voicemail use it that way, or do they say quickly, "Hey, give me a call. Call me back." Well, that's the part that's obsolete. Hey, give me a call. Call me back. Why do you need to leave that in a voicemail? Because they saw the missed call. Obviously, you wanted to talk to the person, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So there's no need to say that. Yeah, right. Obsolete. (laughs) Hey, Steve, give me a call. (laughs) But that is one of my major pet peeves now, or somebody who leaves me a voicemail that's way too long. Right. I can't wade through it. It's like getting an email that's way, way too long. Right, right. Well, Six or seven paragraphs. If you call me and I don't answer, you're not going to leave a voicemail, are you? Um, yeah, I might. I would tend to want to, but I'm not going to leave a three-minute one. Well, no. But what are you going to say? Hey, give me a call. Well, you could express if this is urgent or not. Yes, that would be the exception. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I need you to call me. I got something going on, or I, you know, I I need to talk about something. <laughs> right. You know, if it's unless it's <laughs> trivial, <laughs> and it then don't there are matter. People, you know, then there are people who will proceed to tell you the thing they want to talk to you about. Right. Well, it's like those radio shows where somebody calls up and they will ask a question, and then there, there'll be twenty minutes of discussion, and then the caller says, "But that's not why I called." <laughs> And you know what? The person doing the radio show is really glad about that because it helps them fill the hour. (laughs) It's all about filling the hour and hopefully with something fascinating. Yes. I like Like that fascinating line. You know, fascinating is a word. I overuse it because I'm talking about something that fascinates me. I looked at. I'm, I'm completely changing the subject now to let you know how fascinated I was with that. Great. I, uh, I looked at uh, a list. I love lists. We both love lists of things. Yeah. And, and I was thinking about how leaving a long, elongated voicemail is a pet peeve. And there, there are lists of, of the most common pet peeves that people have. And I was curious to know whether they bother you. Some of them bother me. And others don't. And on this list of most common pet peeves are really simple things like, uh, here's one. Let me see if I can uh, guess any of them. Well, no. Yeah, well, okay, no, I ruined from your the description. Bit. No, from the description, <laughs> it's going to be hard. <laughs> For instance, people have, uh, some folks hate it when someone beside them and near them is clicking a pin clicking the top of the pen does that bother you uh no and you know what guilty as charged you will sit and click a pen i used to drive Alyssa ali you remember her yes she was once part of the show and then she she quit (laughs) (laughs) and you're next yeah, you're going to be saying, Steve Baskerville, remember him? Yes. He used to be part of this. He used this. to be part yeah. of this yeah. show. And, then he <laughs> when this, and this, the show will just be na- renamed back. 
<laughs> Welcome to back. Steve didn't find any of it as fascinating as you do. <laughs> anyway, Alyssa and I worked together up at the racetrack, Arlington, and we'd be in meetings or what have you. And we had these pens. In fact, nobody else can see it, but we're on FaceTime. See this pen? Yes. This is one of my I'm favorites. We've got, uh, we had so many of them, and I would sit there in the meeting with her like yes. this, and she yes. just look at me like, I'm going to kill you in a second. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. And then when she, when I knew it irritated her, I did it more. Now, now that has no effect on me. I was, I'd been in a meeting before where the person on the right of me was doing what you were just doing, clicking the pin yeah. like that. Right. And the person on the other side of me tapped my shoulder to get that guy to stop doing it really because it was annoying uh -huh. him that way and it wasn't and i wasn't even aware that he was clicking the pin <laughs> until i was made aware of it it just just doesn't bother now we worked now here's another one that that's on the list of common pet peeves loud gum poppers yeah oh i get that now does that bother you yeah yeah it, gum it, chewing uh, bothers me when people chew it at all, but I mean chewing it with their mouth open and uh, really working it, uh, yeah, that bothers me. And then and then blowing bubbles and popping them, yeah, that's a little much. I'm looking at it, and the explanation is blowing bubbles and popping gum is so high school. Hang it up. That's, a, that's, what that's what <laughs> yeah. I'll buy that. We we worked with a guy at uh, CBS who hated gum popping so much that he would leave the room whenever you were gum popping. And when I found out he hated it so much, I would pop the gum as much as I possibly could. That's another one that, that is only mildly irritating to me. Uh, but that's uh, one of the common pet peeves for folks, uh, clicking pens and popping gum, which is, which is interesting to me. Was the person, was it Timmy Morris? Yes, it was. Yes. It was Timmy. Johnny's son, Timmy. Yes, Timmy was a absolutely uh, almost gets violent. <laughs> and I could never understand that. Yeah, uh, it, I should it, call it, him right now. And, and pop some gum when yes. you talk to him. Now, uh, the other one that's on that list is open mouth chewers. And you mentioned that already. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. I the mean, only time dinner, uh, eating food, I mean, come on, or talking when you're, you know, when they pack it, you know, you pack it over into one side of your mouth so you can talk. <laughs> Come on, God. That, that doesn't, yeah, that, I like it if, if, the, if we're eating a meal that is so good, just wonderful, just as scrumptious, and I can see that the reaction is of satisfaction from the person near me who's eating and, and showing how much they like the food oh. yeah it's irritating it's sort of uncouth but it, it doesn't really really make me crazy i'm but that's a little bit edgier than the others for me it's pushing me closer to the edge uh here's an interesting one too people who walk too close to you behind you like there's no need for anybody to walk behind you unless they're plotting to do something. It's annoying and it makes you feel like you're being followed. Just walk around me. You know, like if you're walking down a street and there's not yeah. a lot of room. I have been in that situation where 
I'm walking on a, on a narrow pavement and, and a person happens to be in front of me going where I'm going or headed in that direction. I never know what to do. And I try to slow down. Well, I back it off. Yeah. Yeah, so you do. You yeah. completely stop and let the person keep going? Or yeah. I'll, how close is too close? I'll have some space. I think within five feet. <laughs> so you, like like driving a car, you try to keep a, yeah. a certain distance uh, when you Social walking. distance. Even without the virus. Even without the virus. Aware. Yeah. That. I don't want to clip heels or something. <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to breathe down well, their back of their neck. Now, are you the kind of person who will... Now, this on the list is also holding the door for someone and the person doesn't say thank you. I think that's you, horrible you that do. you don't say thank you. Yes. Yeah. Acknowledge the person. So that upsets you right away if you're holding the door and and the two or three people yeah. are coming in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, then... Here's the thing, when you're holding the door and there are a few people, and then how long do you sit there and hold it? <laughs> and how many people Without becoming through? the doorman. Yes. Well, yeah. here and the other thing with that is, what's the safe distance? At what distance do you not hold the door for someone? You're, you're obviously going in the same building or location. The person's behind you. When do you decide? Well, I'm not holding the, the door because he's too far behind. Well, it has to. They have to be far enough away to where, if you let the door go, it doesn't like slam in their face. So if you see them, but they're a little bit of a distance away, and you know they're coming where you're coming, you will not. You, you'll just no. drop the eyesight and just yeah, go, go on, on about in. your business. I got places to go. I've got to get up and walk right behind that guy in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> right on his ass. I, got, I have people to annoy. Yeah. Now, uh, on that list is also an uh, obnoxious laugher. Does that bother you? Someone who is a loud laugher. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like, you know, laughs that are distinctive. I find kind of uh, interesting. But uh, that one's not high on my list. I, I'm more amused when I hear somebody laugh that has a real uh, strange laugh. We mentioned Alyssa Ali. Yes. That was part of this program. Her sister, Sophie. Sophie has an unbelievable laugh. We'll call her sometime and have her on just so I can have her laugh. Yeah. Uh, that I've never heard anything like. She gets going and it's like a... <laughs> Are you sure she's laughing? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it is, uh, it's really unusual. But no, that that's one that doesn't bother me. And so you want to make her laugh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I want her well, to start laughing, especially around people that haven't heard it, because it's like a phenomenon. But not every loud laugher is fun to hear. Uh, like, uh, I think of the De Niro and Cape Fear. Yeah, right. You know. Yes. I, w I went to a... Uh, a matinee once uh, where there were about four people in attendance to see if I can't remember what the movie was, but it was a comedy and, and I like it. We were all spaced way apart from each other so you can enjoy the movie in peace. And it was early afternoon. And one of the guys at the theater, one of the people was a guy who was sitting about five rows away from me, 
gulping down his drink and popcorn, and he laughed that Cape Fear laugh <laughs> at everything that was remotely funny. And it was the most annoying thing I ever yeah. had to sit yeah. through. Yeah. Well, you know, in that scenario that you're talking about, it's different. I have been in movies to where something is. And, you know, God bless them. If they're that amused at the movie <laughs> or in life, um, I wish I could get to that place. <laughs> I was that happy. But there are things that happen in movies that aren't that funny, but they're mildly amusing. And they give a big belly laugh in the theater. Yeah. You know, and obnoxiously okay. at everything yeah, that yeah. happens. <laughs> but not- you know, it does get annoying. Uh, and like I said, well, maybe I'm jealous. But for some reason, if it's a whole group of people laughing like that, it's a little easier to take. Yes. Than, than one wild man. Laughing, laughing at something like, that's not that funny. At all. At all. And just just uproariously funny to him. Just laughing at everything. It's almost like uh, one of my real strong pet peeves is going uh, to a restaurant or an airport or any waiting for something and there's a guy on his phone talking real loud. Yeah. That bothers the hell out of me. Oh, that's the worst. His business, his business is so important that he's got to uh, yell it all out. Have well, Mary uh, text him and then tell Bob that we'll keep yeah, that meeting tomorrow. Right. I don't need to hear all of that. No, and you're you're acting at that point like nobody else is uh, in your world. You know, uh, there's one that comes to mind uh, for me. Uh, I was in Chicago on the north side at a FedEx facility uh, a couple years ago. And uh, going in to uh, mail a package. And my son and I are in there. We go in, small lobby, and we're in line. There are probably 10 people in line. And a young young woman comes in, and she's talking on her cell phone really loud. Nobody in there was talking. It was almost like a doctor's (laughs) office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, everything's uh, okay. I'm at the FedEx right now. Oh, by the way, uh, Grandpa had his surgery today. Yeah. And then oh. everybody in there starts listening and she says yes. <laughs> they had to cut off his big toe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and she says this real loud and the rest of us in line start looking at oh. each other like what in the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah, they said he'll be able to walk okay, but uh you know, grandpa lost his big toe. All right, I'll call you later. <laughs> no. Now see, I think Either you're just whacked out of your mind. I don't know. Was there anybody on the other end of that phone? Well. I mean, to be talking that kind of crazy talk. That's one of the reasons why uh, now when I have been going to the theater, the the, new phenomenon is you pick your seat ahead of time. Yeah. I love that. And so I I love that too. Uh, But when it was potluck and you go in, I used to always go in a theater and and I'd look to see. First of all, I like to get there real early. I'm one of the people that gets there early, early, so I can pick and choose the best spots, and I don't want to stumble around. What annoys me more than anything is the movie's about to start, and people are coming in in the dark asking, is that seat taken? How's that seat? Is that seat free? I don't want to go through all of that, and I don't want to be one of those stumbling, fumbling people in the dark. So I get there early to chew, and I always sit on the end. Do you sit on the end? Oh, do you? No, I yeah, sit. Mo- 
in the in the back row, all the way in the back, and usually in the middle. I never, first of all, want to be in the middle because I don't want people on either side of me. Well, I don't either, but I'm, in- I look to see how many tickets are sold and who might be yes. around me. But in the potluck days where you just go in and take your chances, right. I always wanted, I looked around to see who might be talkers. Uh-huh. If they're, yeah. And, and usually I'm pretty good at that. But the thing is, if you get there early, early, and there are others early, early, and are sitting near you, you have to hear Grandpa's toe amputation. Yeah, and, and all of that talk, and, and I can't take it. Well, I also go to the movies uh, when I did, and we will again, but uh, at odd hours when you know when the movie theater is not going to be very crowded. Yes, you know, and wait until the initial when the uh, premiere is over and the big weekend, and go. You know, a couple weeks later at uh, 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. And nobody's going to be in the theater. So then then I feel like it's my own private screening. Yes. Now, now here's something else on this list that was funny to me. And it's never happened to me, but apparently it happens to a lot of folks. And it's people who, on a train or a plane or some public transportation, fall asleep and sleep on you. <laughs> <laughs> has that ever happened has that ever happened to you when a stranger taking a nap actually falls over and their head is on your shoulder no but i've seen it in movies but uh you know i could see that on an airplane <laughs> yeah you know if you're on a you know a, a three-seat row and the person in the middle seat falls over yeah 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 now now are you polite enough to let them continue sleeping no, I would elbow the shit out of him. <laughs> you don't, you you would not uh, let him be for about 10, 15 no, minutes. No, because what what are you going to do? Cradle the guy's head with the beard <laughs> in your arms and rock him? God, no. How about you? Uh, no. I don't think I would let it no, I wouldn't do it. The next thing you know, they're drooling. <laughs> <laughs> you got a puddle of spit on your arm, uh, on your sleeve. Uh, oh, oh, boy. It's horrific. And, well, horrific. Well, and you have never done that by accident to somebody beside you. No, I always, um, on an airplane, I always fly, I always get a window seat. I like, like to look out the window, and I always... If I'm going to fall asleep, I always lean on the window. That's interesting. I, I never choose a window. Oh, yeah? I always want the aisle. But there was something that I That's read. because of your bladder problem. No. <laughs> no. It's the same, it's the same thing with the, with the movie setup. I just like the aisle. And it's not so much that I have to get up a lot. But I just, I just like being on the end. So when it's time to leave, I'm up and out without an issue. I like the I'm window thinking. because of the uh, I kind of claustrophobic, and I uh, like to look out the window and uh, all that. So, I mean, just give me a feeling of openness. And once it's time to get off, you know, what's two more minutes, you know? You're one of, you're one of those guys that falls asleep with your head on the window. <laughs> uh, I have when I can sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep well on the plane. And I don't I, have a 
problem with that. I, I only worry about. I only worry about. Uh, I'm only jumpy at takeoffs and landings. Once I'm up in the air, I'm okay. Now, um, the the, uh, the thing about the aisle seat I have read during these pandemic times is that that is not actually the best location because of all the traffic potentially up and down the aisle. Yeah, there's traffic. You, you, you don't want to be on the aisle. Yeah, you've got a person next down. to you and then a person across the aisle. So and you got, more, yeah, you got people walking up and down. Right, right. As well. I think if they go by real quickly, though, I think you're all right. But who knows? I mean, you know, people are learning more and more about it and how to deal with it. And uh, I've been reading lately that flying isn't the uh, end of the world when it comes to the virus, unless the person next to you happens to have it and they're not wearing a mask. But now you have to wear a mask on the airplane. Yes. Now, I I also, on that list, I'll give you one more, was double dipping in food. Double dipping. There's a saucer, and you take a chip, and you take bite, and you dip the chip in the sauce and bite, and then dip it again. Yeah, that's bad. And that's <laughs> bad. Really bad. It's not necessary. Well, it isn't. But people forget so easily and do that. That would irritate the hell out of me i don't like double dippers well i don't like to, i don't like people uh I, I don't like to see a lot of how my food is prepared because i'm always spotting <laughs> something that will make me uneasy so i i just assume leave my food alone i don't want to see you prepare it uh, <laughs> unless it's one of those tables where for show the the chef prepares it in front of you benny hot part of that's <laughs> yeah, Benny Hanna's okay. Although I don't like eating with strangers. Right, I don't. You're so much like me. I don't either. That's the thing I hated about Benny Hanna, is that we'd have our family of four, my wife and two kids, and then yeah. you know there's two other families of four, and uh, yeah. Bob and I, I'm not not going to dinner to make friends. Right. Hey, Bob, I, I, did you try this one? <laughs> I don't know. I can't do that. And all that group cheering when he throws it up in the air and yes. catches it in his mouth and all of that. <laughs> nah, just give me the food. Yeah, Ed, leave me alone in my <laughs> Benihana. Oh, uh, Steve, if you like uh, Back to You, yes, then I've be heard sure. It. Have you heard it? Where can you yes. get it? <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into that with you. Anyway, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits podcast network like Minutia Men, Rick Kempfer, and David Stern are consumers of worthless information. Listen as they share their newest worthless information on the podcast Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we'll be right back. Hey, and friends here, and I think you should listen to us. Why is that? Well, personally, I like dragging us down rabbit holes that have little to do with the conversation at hand. Yeah, you do that all the time. I think you're a professional at it. I'd like to be. I think that's my ideal job. Just to be the tangent man. How do you guys feel about peeing on a bus? <laughs> 
All that on And Friends, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. What is the deal with all these little, little liquor shot. bottles? Uh, yesterday was my sister's birthday, and as Germans, I just thought it would be fun to buy a bunch of little ones. And as it turns out, I bought too many. You've got some crap here. You got yeah. rumple mints. Oh, it's awful. 99 apples. Uh, that is uh, apple schnapps. That is 99 proof. Are you kidding me? No. Holy crap. Which means it probably doesn't taste like apples at all. <laughs> Be my guess. So this is 50% alcohol. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah, you want one? Oh, my God. This <laughs> this apple stuff is all... <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, all of these are so horrible. No, not even a hint of an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Where did you go? I went to the bathroom, and then I double-dipped uh, on some dip. And now you're, you're, you're chewing out loud with, without closing your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're doing it all. I thought those were fascinating, the, uh, the list of common pet peeves. Was there a number one on the list? The most annoying. And there thing? was a number one. On, there was a number one on. I don't know whether it was by survey of any kind, but the first thing on the list actually was foot tappers. Oh, really? Foot tappers. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't bother me either, and, and I don't know why. I, I guess they're, they're the same people who would be annoyed at pen clicking would probably be annoyed at foot tappers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that would bother me at all. I don't even notice if somebody's uh, tapping their foot. Hey, I read something recently. I saw a tweet, and the guy tweeted, and I have this power also. He said that I have this superpower, and mine is that I can tell what time it is any time of the day or night. And I also have that superpower. I want to see if this is common, if you have it. I can wake up in the middle of the night, and when I come to a little bit, I can say it's like 2.53 a.m., and I will be within a couple of minutes, maybe right on the button every time when I look at my phone. Do you have that power? First of all, are you looking at the digital clock when you say that? Yes, I'm lo- well. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm looking at the clock so on the wall, you, like you. I thought you. I thought you meant that you. <laughs> my clock, clock radio. on the wall told you that. And you are within how 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 many minutes? Most times I will <clears throat> get it on the button, but I'm within a couple of minutes. Any time of the day or night. I just did something that irritated me. Did you hear me? I said, and you are with within how how. How many minutes? I don't know. <laughs> I have the verbal hiccup sometimes. No, I don't have that power or skill. That's pretty interesting. I don't know how you can do that. I can roughly gauge what time it might be, but I'm always surprised. Like I will, unfortunately, with my inability to sleep as well as I'd like during these times of chaos, I'll I'll go to sleep, let's say, at 1130, and I'll... Ah, wake up and go, wow, that was great. It must be close to dawn, and it'll be one fifteen. Yeah, right. I'm just totally out of sync with what time it is. I cannot. 
So to answer that question, I'm not close to having that power. I always am amazed or astonished at how late it is or how early in the night it is. I can't gauge that well. Well, let's test right now uh, my skills. <laughs> Wait a minute. See, now you're really uh, headed I'm, into, uh, first of all, we're taping this. Right. We are. And, and secondly, who knows when people are going to hear this. Right. Some some may hear it at 6 a.m. Right. Some may hear it at 6 p.m. Right. Right. So who, who are you asking this of? That's got what, no, and what do you? That's got nothing to do with my powers of knowing what time it is right now. Well, right now it's probably thirty minutes uh, later than it was when you started. Yeah, I guess it's not a fair. It's not a fair test. <laughs> no, I'm going to guess you. that it's. Smatter <laughs> with guess you. It's twelve fifty-seven p.m. as we tape. Am I close? You're pretty darn close. Because it just turned twelve fifty-eight. That's amazing. Thank you. I told you. Now, but I had a ballpark because I knew when we started. Was this all supposed to be fascinating? It's fascinating to me the superpower that I have. <laughs> that I can wake well, now, up at 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 three thirty eight, and I'm you know coming to, and I'm like, oh, I want to sleep a little bit. I wonder what time it is. I think it's about three thirty eight. Pops into my head, and I look at my phone. And it's three thirty nine. Did you do it? That that well is your phone all? It, did the phone stop? The clock stop working? <laughs> is no, it every but, night you wake up and it's three thirty nine? Well, no, it's but like, I wake like up, Groundhog Day. Hey, I wake up in the middle of the night too often. Speaking of Groundhog Day, have you ever yeah. been to Woodstock, Illinois? As I have. Yes, I have. Did you see the town square? That's where they filmed Groundhog Day. Yes, I have actually been there. Yeah, and uh, witnessed it, and it was fascinating. <laughs> you saw the ceremony? No, no, I saw the square. Oh, the square! Yeah, I yeah. love seeing I, places. I was out there recently. I the think I time. have, and, and come to think of it, I may have seen that actual uh, ceremony at one time. Yeah. So, that, I, yeah, it's uh, in the Chicago suburbs. Um, are you? Uh, do you get into like going to places where they film movies and? You know, um, scenes and yeah. One of the sets. first, uh, yes. One of the first things I did when I got to Chicago wasn't from a movie, but I was so anxious to see the theater and the alley where D Dillinger got shot. Yeah, right. And so I raced there as one of the things that I wanted to see first. Yeah, where the in lady Chicago. in red came out, and uh, yes. what was the movie they were was playing? It, was it the Biograph Theater, wasn't it? Yes. Was that the theater? And what movie was it? I think it was a Cagney movie. I'm I think it was, yes. But If we had uh, Tony with us, he, well, would, he would slide be right us a on note. It. Yes. Samuel would have yelled it out loud. Yeah, but you know what? Was. We don't have him with us. No, no, we don't. <laughs> so you're just going to have to trust us that that's what... The answer is yeah. Now, um, but I do. I'm trying to think of, of other sets. I've I've been on. I've uh, I've gone to see TV shows before. Like I've seen the the uh, Conan O'Brien set, and yeah. I went to see. And I went to see. Uh, 
one of the it was an old Jane Curtin comedy. I actually went to see the taping of the show. Was it Kate and Alley? Might have been the name yeah. of it. Yeah, it was. And you talk about uh, piped in laughter. I just remember the uh, laugh here sign would come on and applause sign would come on. Everything was so staged as an audience. And if you weren't really laughing at what was happening, where it was supposed to be funny, they would enhance it. Like like the football games are now and basketball games where there's no crowd because of the pandemic. You know, they pipe in the sounds of the crowd. Oh, they've done and a they, good job with that, too. Uh, they really have. I mean, it looks they, like you're watching the actual game yes. non-pandemic times. Well, when you went to see this comedy that was being, you know, this recorded, it would be piped in laughter to enhance whatever your real reaction was there in the theater. The coolest sort of uh, set that I saw, I went to the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson when I was really young. And I'll never forget walking into that, you know, famous studio in L.A. He was in New York originally, but, uh, you know, seeing the stage and seeing where Doc Severinsen and the band was in yes. the proximity. And obviously, whenever you see it in person, it's smaller than you think when you see it on TV. And, you know, they're all a lot closer to each other. But to, to see him in person, uh, somebody that, that famous somebody that I just idolized was, was now, do you remember you remember the guests on the show yes I do I remember one of them it was a talk show host it was Bert Convy you remember that name wow yeah that was back in the President Tyler days <laughs> it was yeah your grandpa gracious <laughs> that was your grandpa Lord Woo! That's been well, I was a machine. kid at the time. Yeah, it is. It's a. But I find it. <laughs> yeah. I find but it I remember, fascinating. I remember, all right. So, do you remember anybody else, or just Bert? No, I just remember him. And the thing I remember is that when the show ended, that Bert Convy came up to the crowd, and he was uh, posing for pictures and signing autographs. Did so, you have a picture taken? No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I had a camera. That's another thing from a uh, bygone yeah. era is that uh, you used to have to have your little Kodak Instamatic, and you had you had to have film, and everything wasn't documented. Unfortunately, that's why so many experiences that I had as a kid, teenager, and early on, it just didn't capture because right. who wanted the hassle of having a camera with them? Right, but it's uh, it's you know documented in your own mind. Now you mentioned that Tonight Show. I uh, I went to the Jay Leno Tonight Show. Uh huh. And uh, the thing that impressed me right away was that he did his own warm up, and he came out in jeans and a like a t shirt, and, and he was really really uh, friendly and available to the audience. And I thought, first of all, to, to do your own warm up and to make sure people were having a good time and telling them what to expect and then on the show i can remember the guests were rodman and uh ziggy marley huh and and if you saw pulp fiction did you see the movie pulp fiction i'm embarrassed to say that i never saw pulp fiction well from pulp fiction roller girl was there and if you see pulp fiction you'll know who i'm gonna see it I'm yeah. I'm mowing my way through movies that I've missed over the last 40 years. And I can't remember whether it was Hulk Hogan or not, but a wrestler came out 
and he had been feuding and beefing with Rodman. It was at a point where Rodman was wrestling too. In his oh, off, it was uh, off season. I know who it was. What, it was, what, was it Hulk? It wasn't no, Hulk Hogan. It was Burt Convy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering why he looked so thin and pale, and, uh, <laughs> not much like. And he jumped Rodman, and the whole couch went over, and they had to stop the show. And you yeah. didn't in the audience, you didn't know whether it was real or not. And I've seen that. Funny. I've seen that clip. That's cool. Um, Steve, uh, special thanks to our executive producer Tony Lasano with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. O p p i h shows.com. And back to you is distributed by Ed Silha with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place right here. Radiomisfits.com. You know what else is on that list? What? And I'm serious. Getting interrupted. Did I interrupt you? <laughs> uh, it's, it's whack when you are interrupted and unable to finish what you are saying. <laughs> It throws you off, and sometimes you even forget what you were about to say. A Johnny interruption. I know that. Now I'm going to click my pen. What were you going to say? Um, I don't know now. You've totally interrupted it. <laughs> you know oh, what, boy. You know what happened yeah. recently? I, I turned on Lasano and Friends uh, Vintage yes. and yes. was listening to Tony's podcast, yes. and the And Friends group did a promo for back to you and they 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 came on i don't know whose voices it was it was but they said in old man voices they said i'm steve baskerville no they didn't and i'm howard sudbury on back to you we'll talk about whatever things we talk about and i wonder is that is that and oh no i was shocked is that is that our image Oh, I'm right Steve away, right Baskerville. away. Oh, well, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank. Okay, first of all, do you think that would upset me? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, okay. Now, why, why, why would, would I you, tell you? Why would you feel the need 40 minutes into this to, to lay that on me and then say goodbye? <laughs> Because it's, it's going to bother you the rest of the day. Yes, <laughs> yes. you you have totally totally bought into that whole philosophy of why should you be happy? Unbelievable! You think I needed to to know that? Oh God, this is so funny. I and I'm Howard Sudbury. <laughs> That's awful. Do you think it's funny? No. Are you pissed? Yes, I am. And the thing is, you're not pissed at them. You're pissed at me. Well, right. You're the one that pisses me off. Right. Bringing that up after me, I was getting to a place where I was actually feeling pretty good about myself and life and as much as I could. And the, well, I wouldn't go that far. And life as far as we're trying to cope. And where, and but you do that. You will drop yes. text on yes. me from something you saw. Yes. No, knowing that, that I'll have a foul reaction to it. Yeah. Did you see who died? Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why should you be happy? <laughs> I, 
who got fired, who got hired, and, and and you know who's who's happy over here and who's sad over there. I don't need to know uh, every little bit of information, uh, the the kind that might irritate me. And boy, you were holding on to that till the very end. Weren't no, you? it just popped into my simple <laughs> mind right at the end. That's unbelievable. You've never told me that in any phone conversation. Yeah, I just heard it. Okay. I think That's I'd heard it one awful. other time. I found it That's mildly awful. amusing. That's awful. I don't find that amusing. And I don't find it amusing that you laid that on me. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> That's why I find it so amusing. That, that, now, all day long, I'll be saying to my wife, do I really seem old man Do I sound old? Do I sound old? Am I old manish? When I do that, is that old manish? And then I came right out the gate with this thing today, uh, talking about voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, it's right, time for this goodbye. old man to go. I it am is. shocked. It is. How um, old manish? We already and you, and you, It doesn't help that I start off talking about three-minute voicemails, and you start going on and on about President Tyler's grandson. Right. Good Lord. President Tyler, like he was president oh. when we were kids. Oh. 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 Well, he may have been when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's Grandpa. all. Hey, oh. that's back to you. Hey. I'll talk to you next time. Have Hey, enjoy the rest of your day, Steve. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Okay, Granny. All right, Sonny. <laughs> have a good day. Until next time. <laughs> she is in peace. This OFI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We'll discuss the matches from the first week and then look forward to some great matches in week two. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, we talk about three super cool Mopars for sale. Which one would you choose? Plus a look back at the enduring Chevy Suburban. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Is this over? Yes.